thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I was trying to do this super fast, but hold on a minute. There we go. Hello, people. <laughs> it is free for all Thursday. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Anyway, hey, everybody. I want to welcome you to today's episode of Bible News Radio. Today, what we're going to do is, aside from laugh a little bit, come on, got to have a little bit of fun, is uh, we're going to go ahead and um, talk about some news. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. I actually have quite a bit of news to... to uh, <laughs> to cover. How much news do you have? <laughs> I gave it to you. I know. Yeah, you did. So, so what we're going to do today, though, is we're going to cover some news. <laughs> Just so you know, am I drunk? Uh, nope, I am not drunk. Just so you know. Do you know how hard it is to do what we do with two people? I mean, it is hilarious. So, yeah, what we're going to do is we're going to look at some news today so do me a favor please share it out go ahead hit that share button thank you melody hi dan let's see who else levity between us Oddvar. kimberly nice to see you <laughs> i know it probably looks more more glamorous than it really is <laughs> Anyway, hey, in case you're wondering, tomorrow we will not be having a Bible News Radio episode at our normal time. We are going to be down in Nashville, Tennessee, just a hop and a skip and a jump from where we currently are. And we're going to be at the very first ever Social Power Summit put on by Dr. Ikena Finch, who is a super marketing awesome lady of God. She rocks. She's totally cool. And so what I'm going to be doing throughout the day um, on, I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure if I'm going to do it on Facebook or Periscope. Probably Periscope. Um, I am going to be doing some on-the-spot interviews with a lot of the guests there at the Social Power Summit, as well as speaking on their promotions panel. So here's the thing. If you are in the Nashville area, you want to fly down here tonight and sign up, you can come, come to it today. Well, tomorrow. You can come to it tomorrow and Saturday. There are all tickets for... Uh, for last, you know, last minute people, you can come and meet Bareface and me in person. Give you a big hug. I've been told I have super good hugs. Yeah, I am. So, love to give you a hug. And um, see ya. So, so that's what we're gonna do tomorrow. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Nice fade. That was his snarky way of saying that it wasn't a, a fade, but whatever. That's all right. If I was a five-person production team, it might bother me. Well, like, I'm I'm the equivalent of three, so <laughs> you know, that right? makes four. So <laughs> you're That's right. Exactly right. 
All right. So what we're going to do, though, is we're going to, um, today we are going to look at some headlines of the day, including this article over on the Christian Broadcasting Network's website, cbnnews.com. Yep, you guys probably already heard about this. Somebody, a couple of people, like, sent this story to me, and I thought, okay, more than one person has seen it, so I should talk about it, even though, well, who likes to talk about the devil? How many of you remember that old song? Shut the door, keep out the devil. Shut the, the door, door, keep the, the devil, devil in the night. Shut the, the door, keep out the devil. devil. Okay. Light the candle, everything's all right. <laughs> yeah, and that was impromptu. <laughs> yeah. They can tell. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys know that song? Put a one if you do, okay? Yeah. Do you know it? All right, okay. Anyway. You know what's really funny is looking at your icons, your pictures. I always see the same smiles or profile pictures uh, or or whatever. It's so nice to always see smiling faces when, I <laughs> when I'm on Periscope. And there's Diane. Thank you guys for coming in. Okay. <clears throat> you you mentioned to... that Kimberly is here. Is that Kimberly as in Stipe? No, Kimberly Jezdowski. Okay. I probably screwed that up, didn't I? <laughs> Jezdowski. Jazdowski? Did I say it right? It's a Japanese name, I think. No, but she's not kidding. Japanese. <laughs> I know. Just kidding. <sighs> anyway, hey, if you guys are not on my text message list, text, text, um, th- Bible news, Bible news to three three two two two. Yeah. Double three triple two. Yeah, because it's super important that I get to give you a text message every day. So you guys have never heard that song, really? You got, I guess you're not as old as I am. Te- Shut the door, keep out the devil is like one of the classic like Christian youth praise songs of the 70s and 80s. I believe Randy Stonehill wrote that one. Really? I could be wrong. Ah, uh, it's your married name. Gotcha. Okay. So that's a... All right. Okay, well, <laughs> I need to refresh my page here on Facebook. It looks like it's going like this. So that- there we go. We mute that right away. Okay, there we go. All right, by the way, hi, hi to Cheryl on Facebook. I don't see anybody else on Facebook. Shows there's six people tuned in on Facebook. Who are you people on Facebook? Just say hi. I don't know. I'm not seeing you. <laughs> anyway, all right, so let's go ahead and talk about this article because that's why you guys tuned in. You're like, hey, I want to see what this is. So, okay, here it is. CBNnews.com. You can find this article. It's titled, They Are Taking Over, How Satanists Are Working to Stop Trump and His Evangelical Supporters. So this wouldn't include Randall, but it would include me because, well, I don't know, Bareface isn't really a Trump supporter. You remember it? Okay, good. There's somebody that remembers I, it. I didn't vote for the man. Doesn't mean I don't support him. <sighs> All right. Doesn't mean that I do support him either, but. All right. Listen to this says here hello to dope to be sane (laughs) (laughs) okay here's what it says Uh, president donald trump is only a year and a half into his presidency and he remains one of the most controversial political figures of the day despite this evangelical christians have expressed their faithful support for him and his conservative policies but on the other side the satanic the satanic temple also known as tst 
has been very public about its efforts to challenge evangelicals and their positive relationship with the administration. Founded in 2012, the Satanic Temple, not to be confused with the Church of Satan, is a non-theistic, you think? Do you really think it's theistic? Seriously. Okay, anyway, it's a non-theistic organization that has gained prominence since President Trump's election. The group reported it gained thousands of new members after Trump won the presidential race. The Satanic Temple attracted thousands of new members in just the first 36 hours after the election of Donald Trump, the group reported. The four-year-old temple, which had a pre-Trump membership of around 50,000, has never before seen a spike in registration nearly this big. We're definitely a resistance movement, spokesperson and co-founder Lucian Greaves uh, said after a speech outside the University of Colorado, Boulder. We stand in stark opposition to this idea that we must unify under a single religious banner. The irony of that statement <laughs> is um, that there will be an Antichrist, which, like, that will be the whole goal of the Antichrist, which these people are going to clearly serve. <laughs> just say it. Just and, say it. <laughs> and I doubt there would be any complaints from them if everybody joined the Satanic Temple. Yeah. Okay, anyway, it says we're on the front lines of some of these battles against theocratic encroachment, especially with characters like Mike Pence holding such a high office. Yeah, it drives me nuts when people talk about a theocracy in, in America. And usually people who do that don't even know what that means. Anyway, since the election, the Satanic Temple has launched multiple campaigns aimed at challenging Christian influence in the political sphere. One example is their after-school Satan clubs, <laughs> which we have covered on this show. And they have been big, huge flops, kind of like a belly flop. They've been horrible. <laughs> Fortunately, enough people are smart enough to let not let their kids go to the after-school Satan clubs. I mean, seriously. Anyway, it says here, the very reason we started the after-school Satan clubs was to offer... An alternative to coercive, did I say that right? Yes. Religious proselytizing inflicted on children through evangelical after-school clubs. And we only offer our club in schools where the evangelical presence already exists, Greaves said in an interview. The schools have to understand, if they allow evangelical clubs, they can't turn away the Satanists. Other efforts include advocating for abortion rights and the erection of satanic monuments. Last month, the Satanic Temple protested Arkansas's approval of a Ten Commandments monument on Capitol grounds. The group said the Christian statute was a violation of the First Amendment and religious plurality. They filed a lawsuit and erected their own eight-foot statue of the cult deity Baphomet. Did I say that right? On, pretty the, much. on the same grounds, pretty much. So how do you say it then? I would give the A more of a uh, ah sound, like Baphomet. Kind of like a sheep. Baphomet. Yeah. We can make fun of their deity if we feel like it. Good. <laughs> it is all in an effort to rally against evangelical nationalism and the theocratic right. They are taking over the public offices and overturning liberal democracy, he said in an interview. How old is this twit? 
Anyway, ultimately, the group is about glorifying rebellion. They claim they don't even worship Satan or believe he's a personal being. Instead, they focus on rebelling against tyrannical authority, secularism, and theism. We do not promote a belief in a personal Satan, TST says on its website. Satan is symbolic of the eternal rebel in opposition to arbitrary authority, forever defending personal sovereignty, even in the face of insurmountable odds. Satan is an icon for the unbowed will of the unsilenced inquirer, the heretic who questions sacred laws and rejects all tyrannical impositions. Oh, really now? Really? Oh, okay. However, many Satanist groups do worship Satan as their lord. Some of them are sitting in the pews of the American churches, according to former Satanist Bill Snowbellin. Who, by the way, is very controversial. If you don't know about this guy, he is a little bit controversial. He says that some hardcore Satanists try to infiltrate churches and other Christian organizations to sabotage them. Well, duh. Jude said that. Yeah. Whether they are a political group or not, former Satanist John Ramirez told CBN News that Satanic power is very real. And Christians should not underestimate the power of prayer to fight against dark spiritual forces. That's right. It is those believers, it's that group of people, those intercessors, that gave me such a beatdown in the spiritual, he said. In his book, Armed and Dangerous, The Ultimate Battle Plan for Targeting and Defeating the Emony, Enemy, rather, not Emony, Emony and Ivory, together in perfect harmony, <laughs> in defeating the enemy. With side by side on my Panano keyboard. <laughs> Stop laughing, people. This is serious. Anyway, okay, so Ramirez tells why Christians need to pray more effectively. I wrote this book because I wanted Christians to know that it's not only a defense spiritual warfare, but there's an offense spiritual warfare, he said. We need to keep the devil in the... We need to to keep the devil, the devil in his place. (sighs) So there we go. Well, and you know, this is interesting. I bring this up, and I'm not making light of this. I should, but I'm not. Um, Because, actually, this morning, was it this morning or yesterday? It was last night, right? We were reading together in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. That would have been evening. That was last night. New Testament is evening reading. Yeah. Let's let's pull that up a minute. When was the last time you read 2 Corinthians chapter 4? Hmm? Was it 2nd or 1st Corinthians? 2nd. We're in 2nd Corinthians. That's what I thought. Okay. So, Bareface has has instituted Bible reading in the morning and in the evening in the Harp household. Hey, it's... it's <laughs> I live under it's Deuteronomy his, chapter 6 I, for you. I live under his spiritual head headship authority, and so I've bowed to his desire to read God's Word both day and night. <laughs> Literally. Okay, here it is. Um, I gotta read this, okay, because this is, this is, I just listen to this, okay? This is it, right? Blah, 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 blah. Wait, hold on, I gotta find my spot. Let's see. Are you sure it was in chapter three? No, it's this, no, it's this one. Okay, here it is. Therefore, this begins in verse one. Therefore, since we have this ministry, as we received mercy, we do not lose heart, people. But we have renounced the things hidden because of shame, not walking in craftiness or adulterating the word of God, but by 
the manifestation of truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, in whose case the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelieving so that they might not see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus as Lord, and ourselves as your bondservants for Jesus' sake. For God said, <clears throat> for God who said, light shall shine out of darkness is the one who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. And I don't, I'm not going to read the whole chapter, but, but this is super important. And this is, you know, this is why we have to remember when we're looking at stories having to do with Satanists and gay activist communities and pro deathers and, and just liberal fanatics who hate God, you know, I mean, people like that. When we look at the unbelieving people, we have to remember this verse three. And even if our gospel is veiled, like it isn't seen, it's veiled to those who are perishing in whose case the God of this world, who would be Satan, has blinded the minds of the unbelieving so that they might not see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ who is the image of God. So the question is, how does he do it? How does the God of this world who blinds the minds of the unbelieving, how does he do it? I think he does it <clears throat> through the marketing of evil. He does it really well. And unfortunately, the people, um, you know, who are part of this satanic temple thingy, um, they, they are lost. They are lost. So we can, you know, so we can get outraged, outraged at this. But you know what? They're blinded. I mean, the Bible tells us this. They're blinded. They're blinded by the enemy. Uh, what's that song, Twyla Paris? You know, the one that you like that. Which, which one don't I like? I know you like them all, but you know which one I'm talking about, how they're, they're in the dark. You know which one I'm talking about. You know, they're asleep in the light. No, that's not it. That's a Keith Green song. Um, you know what I'm talking about. Rescue the Prisoner? Is that it? I don't know. It, what's the lyrics to that? I forgot. Because um, I'm getting old, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> I, I am getting... I'm almost well, the bridge in there says, We are called to be the light that even blinded eyes can see. Um, can you sing it for us? <laughs> can I sing it? Yeah, you can. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember it. Uh. Let's see here. Last FM has the lyrics for. Uh, it's supposed to. Okay. It's working on it. It's thinking about it. It's not gonna bring up lyrics for. Sorry, we don't have lyrics for this track. <laughs> Be that way. <laughs> So we'll hit uh, one of these other songs here, other sites. Mm. <sighs> Lyrics not available. Google, you're failing me. Google is of the enemy, the devil, just so you know. Google wants the mind of God. Yeah, they do. Google thinks they're God, but they're not, just so you know. By the way, I gotta give you guys a report. I decided I was I would boost yesterday's right. show on Facebook, you know, pay some money, a little a little bit of cash to Facebook so that more people could see our show exposing the marketing of homosexuality to America. 
And do you know that they are not boosting our, I mean, it's getting like this much of a bump. Like, it's like a little, like a little tap like that. <laughs> like, come on, give me more money. And I'm like giving them more money than I am. And it's just barely getting seen. <laughs> so because of that, will you guys do me a favor? After the show, if you're not on your Facebook now, go over to your Facebook account. Go to Bible News Radio on Facebook, on facebook.com forward slash Bible News Radio. Take the show, hit share, and share it to your people. Let's make Facebook mad, you know, by sharing the show out. <laughs> now, I know it's not personal. They just got some weird thing going on. Anyway, so I've got your lyrics for you. Okay, go ahead. Read it. Uh, see the insolent man standing on the street. Hear the thundering sound of rebellious feet, demanding rights, defending wrong. It can make it can bring the righteous blood to boil, and we ask, O oh Lord, how long? O oh Lord, how long? This is not the enemy. Flesh and blood have been deceived. When we move beyond the anger, we will see. We've got to rescue the prisoner. That's it. Rescue the prisoner, prisoner of war. That's what he came here for. Rescue the prisoner, rescue the prisoner. Yes, rescue the prisoner. And that, of course, is based, um, uh, is it First Timothy? Um, mm, I don't know. Thank you for inviting followers. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, Matt. You rock. Mm. Meanwhile, can I get another article up here? Yeah, Second Timothy 2.26. Listen to this. Um, just, yeah, just, okay, yeah, go ahead. Second Timothy 2.26, just can read it. Okay. And that we, and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. So, yeah, we need to remember that, that, you know, flesh and blood is not our enemy. We see these people, we see the satanic temple and whoever else it may be, um, you know, demanding rights while defending wrong <laughs> and uh and that's it they're not the end the enemy is the one who has blinded them who's trapped them to do his will the god of this world man you know we don't fly, fight against flesh and blood but against rulers and authorities and spiritual places Anyway, yep. as you were. <clears throat> well, you know, and, you know, that that's important to remember because, um, believe it or not, people don't, they don't believe it. But consider this. Actually, I was reading a devotion or something. I don't remember what it was. But remember this, that if somebody is mocking you for believing in the devil, just remember who's blinding them. Because it's him. And you have to remember the Bible. We, we, we just read you some Bible verses, which are legitimate text. I mean, that's valid. <laughs> like, because God doesn't lie. In fact, God's not dead. He's surely alive. He's living on the inside, roaring like a lion. I was just listening to that song. I've been playing that song a lot lately. It's kind of in my mind. I really super want to play it for you right now so we could rock out. But... You know, our show will be, like, stopped <laughs> if I do. Anyway, um, so the thing is, though, we have to remember that God doesn't lie. So if the Bible actually talks about these issues and it's telling us directly what's going on in the minds of people who don't believe, 
then we got to believe that, right? I mean, um, people like to make fun. And uh, somebody once said the, the greatest, the greatest trick the devil ever did was convincing a people that he, that he didn't exist. I know that quote is wrong, but I think it's the... That's the gist of it. That's the gist of it. You remember the actual quote? I'm trying to remember it. No, I don't. Was that from... Yeah. Um, Newsboys Rock. Was that... Um, I don't know, but Derek and Sharon, they put it on their thing all the time. Um, I don't oh, know. come on. The, the radio... <laughs> we guys are, Talk hey, radio guy. Um, we, we have Stan Monteith. No, 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 no. no um... Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can be against Trump and not be a Satanist, of course. So many people are. Randall's against Trump. And he's not, not against a Satanist. Him. He's not a, you're not for him. You didn't vote for him. Randall didn't vote for Donald Trump. Anyway, let me get to this other story. i got to read this to you. <clears throat> this is on CBN News 2. It's titled, I am facing legit death and rape threats. Police watching Christian blogger after backlash for a for a pro-life tweet. So listen to this. PJ Media, which stands in short for pajamas, just so you know. You didn't <laughs> send this story, did you? Did I not? Okay, hold I'm on. I'm not saying anything. Want me to send it to you right now? No, it's okay. It'll okay. take some time. Just okay. talk about it. All right. So PJ Media, Media contributor and Fox News guest Denise McAllister and her family are in fear for their lives after receiving threats of rape and murder because of an anti-abortion tweet, also known as a pro-life tweet. I have worked with the police, McAllister said in a tweet Tuesday. My home is now on police watch. And they actually show you the, the um, Twitter. Hey, Tommy. It's Tommy. Tommy's here. Hello, Tommy Norman. One of these days, I'm going to give you a hug. <laughs> Okay, anyway, it says here, McAllister shared no news of the threats with her nearly 14,000 Twitter followers. I am facing legit death and rape threats because I have dared to call out women who are hysterical about abortion and to challenge them to be responsible. Do you hear that noise? I do. Yeah, it's loud. Oh. Okay, that was my dog scratching himself. Okay. She says, I'm facing legit death and rape threats because I have dared to call out women who are hysterical about abortion and to challenge them to be responsible and not elevate sex to the point that they're willing to kill human life to avoid their responsibilities. How sick is that? Last week, McAllister condemned abortion in a tweet saying, at the root of abortion hysteria is women's unhinged desire for irresponsible sex. Sex is their God. Abortion is their sacrament. It's abhorrent as women have flung themselves from the heights of being the world's civilized force to the muck and mire of dehumanizing depravity. Poor little misters over there scratching a lot. Anyway... <clears throat> always something. McAllister says the threats which were sent to her privately are serious and credible. They are threats outside of Twitter stating they know where I live, McAllister told JP Media. Threats of rape and strangling. I spoke to the police. I am on home watch. 
My children are very frightened, she continued. Many of McAllister's followers responded with prayers for her safety, praying for God to overturn and expose every plot against you and your family, said Kathy Wilson, praying a covering of safety over you and your family. Another said, praying for a hedge of protection to be around you and your family and that the Lord will change the hearts of the mean-spirited ones who have come out against you. Other pro-life advocates have also received threats in the past several months. In January, Elizabeth Johnston, who I got to get on this show, actually, better known as the activist mommy, was threatened on Facebook. The post said, I will find activist mommy and burn whoever runs it alive. Johnston's conservative videos on subjects like marriage, sex, and abortion often go viral. She said when she reported the threat to Facebook, she was told it didn't violate community standards, really. And Students for Life has documented dozens of incidents of vandalism against its pro-life students groups. An interactive map displays the places where its clubs have been victims of vandalism. So you got to ask yourself, in this world here where we have um, a war between good and evil, right? The God, God and the devil, and the God's going to win, just so you know, because God's not dead. Um, he's surely alive. <clears throat> anyway, um, you know, the devil's going to lose. He's, he's going to lose. He's already lost. But his goal is to get you and me and anybody else he can to go to hell with him. Okay? So that's because he knows he's on his way. Um, and the time is getting short. So his people, who are blinded, as we already know, are they're on a rampage, right? So, I mean, think just think this through. Think it, just think it through just for a minute. You put something against death on Twitter. You say something pro-life, and the next thing you, you're getting is death threats and rape threats. Gee, I wonder what religion could be behind that. Starts with an I, just so you know. Um, <clears throat> not saying that they are, but it's kind of fishy, don't you think? Okay, so, you know, and it's not just one or two people. It's people, you know, advocates for life get attacked all the time. I mean, it sounds nuts because it is nuts. But that's why we got to keep praying, people, and pray more. In fact, I was reading this book. Actually, I wasn't really reading it. I was listening to it. Technicality, but still. I was listening to this book by Jim Simbala. I think is his name. I don't remember. And anyway, one of the things he was talking about was how we need, it, it's a book on prayer, and he was talking about how we need to ask God to give us things that we normally wouldn't ask. And I asked Randall this morning, I said, have you ever prayed for joy? Not Joy Behar, but joy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. That I was know just, other joys. That was a bad joke, but, you know, mm-hmm. have, you ever, have you ever asked God for joy? Just as an example, have you ever prayed, Lord, give me joy, mm-hmm. right? I mean, David did. He asked God to restore unto him the joy of his salvation, right? Um, have, have you ever asked God for, you know, other stuff, simple stuff, stuff that you wouldn't normally ask God for because, you know, we're all like our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. You know, that's the type of prayer we do or we bind Satan and then we lose him and, and all that <clears throat> or whatever it is that we do. We really need to be praying for people's protection for sure. Nothing wrong with that. And here's 
And here's another story why. Listen to this. Now, this is, good. This is an interesting story. So let's do the one the churchgoer uh, wants answers after. Churchgoers want answers after a man is arrested for carrying guns and ammo into Sunday Mass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more love. You know what? I've, uh, that, that reminds me of that song, More Love. You remember that song? More love, more power, more of you in my life. Bum, bum, anyway, are you old enough for that one? Or am I just really dating myself here? <laughs> I think Eddie Espinosa wrote and that I one. And I will worship you. Yeah, with all of my heart. Yeah, you guys know that one? Do you know that song? Come on, somebody's got to know it. Came out of the Vineyard Music Group. Okay, that's what I get for being part of the Vineyard for so many years. Eddie Espinosa wrote that, huh? I'm pretty sure. Hmm. I wonder if he's still around. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, so this is a story on newschannel10.com. Ah, okay, you guys have, you know that one? Okay, good. Well, listen to this, Tommy. You're going to like this story. Well, maybe not, but. <sighs> and I'm going to tell you how I found this story. I found this story because I was look because I get news alerts on identity theft, Legal Shield, and some others, and this came up under Legal Shield. And just before I read this to you, just so you know, the guy is a Legal Shield associate like me. He's an independent Legal Shield associate, but there are like over 330,000 associates. And, you know, I'm pretty sure there's a couple criminals, bad apples in there. Um, so this doesn't uh, bode well for, you know, representing Legal Shield by any stretch. But, uh, but I brought, I'm going to bring the, I'm, I've decided to share it with you for a couple of reasons. So let me read it and then I'll explain why. So it's titled Churchgoer Wants Answers after a man is arrested for carrying guns, ammo, into Sunday Mass. He kind of looks crazy, actually, in the picture. Anyway, Amarillo, or is it Amarillo? Amarillo, Texas? The folks know. that live there say Amarillo. Do they? Yeah. So they don't know when two L's go together, it sounds like a Y in Spanish? Really? Uh, it's... If this was a town in California, they would be like pronouncing it like a Y sound. Amarillo. Yeah. Amarillo, yes, it's the. But they say they actually say Amarillo in Texas. Yeah, the white folk do, which are the majority of the population. Gotcha. Um, anyway, but uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. It's for. It's <laughs> basically it's yellow in Spanish, the color. But, it is yellow in Texas. Okay. Uh, anyway. Says but, here. Oh, you know, since I've interrupted you. Okay. Uh, more love, more powers by. Uh, uh, Jude uh, Del um, Hierro. <laughs> gotcha. See, this is a really free-for-all Thursday edition. Yeah. Okay. Jude Del Hierro. Okay, it says wrote, here. Uh, more love, more power. I man... knew it was. I knew it was Hispanic of some sort. Yeah. You know, they're all alike. No, I'm just kidding. Back to the story about uh, Amarillo. A man was arrested on Sunday in Amarillo. After St. Mary's Catholic Cathedral officials said he carried multiple guns and full magazines into Sunday Mass. Okay, and that's what he was arrested for, okay? That's literally the first thing. He was arrested for bringing guns and ammo into the church, okay? Hey, Magnus, you're here, buddy. Nice to see you, my friend. Okay, it says well, if here... you had a carry permit, then... Well, here's know. the thing. According to church rector Monsignor... Michael Caldwell, Kevin Winkle, 
was arrested on church grounds during the noon mass on September 9th. Winkle was arrested for allegedly bringing three loaded firearms into the mass, which were spotted by an on-site police officer. Caldwell said Winkle was carrying multiple full magazines as well. See, in the past, I would have thought a magazine, you know, was, um, you know, kind of like this, like my Oprah magazine. <laughs> That's, anyway, but now I know it's a, it has both. Anyway, according to Potter County Jail records, Winkle was booked into the jail on Sunday for carrying a firearm into a prohibited place. Amarillo police confirmed that Winkle was arrested for unlawful carrying of a weapon inside a prohibited place. On Monday, church officials said they observed Kevin Winkle's wife, Renee, taking photos and video of the church. <gasps> Can you believe that? She took video and photos at the church. Church officials called the police who were parent, you know, and detained and released Renee. The couple was served with trespass notices prohibiting them from returning to church grounds. I wonder if they're going to contact their lawyer at Legal Shield. <laughs> it says here Winkle is now out on bond, probably because he contacted his lawyer. Uh, anyway, but was charged today with the third degree felony of exhibiting firearms on campus. Amarillo police declined to comment any further since the investigation is ongoing, leaving churchgoers with questions. The, the incident has left some churchgoers like George Sanzes or Jorge Uneasy, whatever. Jorge Sanz. I never think about that, said that guy. <laughs> I never think that it will happen in a church in our community. Of course not. Church member Nadine Rentiera attended the 8 a.m. mass that, that day and said she noticed the presence of officers while leaving church. I'm thankful that St. Mary's has taken that extra step to make sure that we are safe, said, said this lady. With all the shootings, Monsignor Michael and the bishop have been really forthcoming with protecting us, and I'm pleased. Although News Channel 10 did not see signs posted today prohibiting it, the Roman Catholic Diocese of Amarillo said concealed weapons are banned from all Catholic church buildings in the diocese with the following statement. Concealed weapons are banned? How would they know if they're concealed? That's kind of dumb. They need to put, well, anyway, this says here, concealed weapons are banned from all Catholic church buildings in the Diocese of Amarillo. The purpose of Catholic facilities is to serve human life in all its stages from conception to natural death. The presence of any weapon which could cause physical harm would be incompatible with this purpose. Really? So then the, why are the police there? Are these unarmed police? I'm just curious because... That doesn't even make any sense. Anyway, according to the Texas Association of School Boards, the federal gun-free zone schools, the, the federal gun-free school zones act of 1990 requires states restrict firearms on school property. It defines a school zone as in or on the grounds of or within 1,000 feet of the grounds of a public parochial or private school. According to Winkle's profile on LinkedIn, he oversaw the purchases and testing of firearms for Gun Tests magazine. However, that experience has since been removed. It also lists he is currently an independent associate for Legal Shield, <laughs> a company that provides pre-need legal advice for gun owners. Actually, it's true. There is a there is actually a um, a gun um, benefit if you have a gun. I can sell this to you, just so you know. Some parents whose children attend St. Mary's Catholic 
St. Mary's Cathedral School heard the news through a flyer. While there doesn't appear to be a threat to the school, they are still worried about their children attending Friday morning church. At the end of the day, others are thanking the man upstairs. Who is that? Jorge? I don't know. <laughs> I feel sorry for the people that were here, said that guy. I think it's been scary, but I'm happy that no one got injured, no one got killed. I trust God. He put that officer there for a reason. He kept us safe. Praise God. Church staff said officers are coming to meet with them on Friday. We will continue to follow this story and bring you the latest information. Okay, so part of me is going, are these people overreacting just a little bit by arresting this guy? Or is this a legitimate arrest? What do you think? Because it doesn't say that he was pulling his guns out and getting ready to shoot anybody. It doesn't say that he was, you know, threatening anybody or that he was, you know, going to people and go, hey, check out my guns, you know, check out my guns. I mean, it doesn't say any of that. It just says he had them. So I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you think about this? Trump is evil. I know you understand this on some level. I do, actually. Frisco, Blanco. Indeed. We are all evil on some level. That is the natural level. Right. But what do you think? In our right? flesh. What do you think? Me? There was no sign posted. Yeah. If so. He, you know, he may have been, I didn't know, I didn't know about the federal gun-free school zones act of 1990. So, if so I, he if, may not have known that. Though if he's, you know, had this position with Gun Tests Magazine, he, I don't know. Uh, since there's a school on the property, then yeah, probably within a thousand feet of that. Um, yeah. So, but what did what did it say here that the um, what was the third degree felony? Um, yeah. For allegedly bringing three loaded firearms into the mass, which were spotted by an on-site police officer. So they weren't really concealed. Right, they um, were obvious, which, you know, makes you wonder. Yeah. Now, Tommy says, Tommy is saying three loaded guns seems a little Yeah, three excessive. is definitely. Right, right. So I'm just curious, though. And, and Mama Gina says police exemption. By the way, thank you. Mama Gina, coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. The whole idea with um, them taking photos. Uh huh. No. Well, the wife Renee, she yeah. apparently took was taking video and pictures of of the church. Video and I, that's Why? kind of. So she was taking the video, and he was walking around with guns. And with his wife Renee taking photos and video of the church on Don't Monday. You... So that was the following day. I don't know. Well, that would make sense if. That makes sense. If it was Sunday, he was arrested. You know, then she's going back probably to collect some evidence whether or not probably. he was within a thousand feet of a school. Hmm. Maybe. And and you know what what the circumstances were. So yeah, it wasn't like the day before she was scoping it out and then you know organized some terrorist thing. I'm gonna guess yeah she was there to um to to fight his case. Well, I wonder if that's because she talked to her legal shield attorney. Could be. Yeah. I'm not being facetious here. Now, this is this is how I found yeah. the story because Legal Shield is mentioned. Yeah. So, admittedly, it's the first story I've seen with Legal Shield in it. Where, yeah, my you know. Yeah, my only jury experience, like actually serving on a journey, was a criminal case 
and photographs were very much part of the defense, uh, given it was it was a felony weapons charge, and uh, photographs were very much part of the case, and it involved a school zone, a felony weapons charge, and and on you know in a school zone, and then photographs were very much part to for you know the the accused whether or not they could have reasonably known that they were within uh you know in a school zone and, well, I guess... and they made some they made some pretty good photographic evidence that yeah if you blinked you might have missed that you were in a school zone because there was no you know the school itself wasn't visible on the street all that so yeah i could see that his wife the following day going back to collect i've got a it's not an earthquake here it's a dog in my lap who's on your lap grover or yeah grover? grover yeah you want to show him to everybody show everybody um grover how cute he is that's like the delay see <laughs> <laughs> oh we could fake a we could fake a thing yeah there's a g-dog and there he is there's mm. our little bubba that's our baby that's bareface well he's actually my baby the tug is grover his uh, yeah we know what you're trying to say yeah anyway but, but yeah it, it makes sense well her taking photos that makes sense to build a case that you know this is the deal but him bringing three i mean yeah maybe it's good to be prepared you know so so do you think the church overreacted then so the um no, I you know if if someone was clearly carrying weapons into any kind of gathering like that, be it a, you know Catholic mass or or you know farmers market anything like that, do you think, I would I would kind of be on the alert for think, him to be arrested and arrested uh, and charged with you know a third degree felony. Now, did you see the 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 picture of him? And his wife? I did not. On the article? No, because I was just looking at the reader view. Okay. It's interesting because there's actually a picture of him and his wife. They look like a sweet middle-aged couple. But what's really weird is in one of the pictures, now, it's me, just um, Kevin Winkle with a mustache. Let me pull it up for people here. Hold but, on. But then in the other one, it shows him, I guess it's his mugshot. He looks kind of, kind of like... Eerily kind of creepy, kind of like, look at yeah, this. Yeah, that, that mug shot from the county jail. Yeah, he looks kind of creepy there. Um, yeah, the, just a natural photograph. Uh, uh, it looks, no, the one, the one, attention. Well, that, be advised, okay. you know. that one looks okay, even though I might feel a little uncomfortable with, I don't know, it's weird. He looks so much different there compared to his mug shot, though. But this one what here. What difference a mustache makes. Yeah, are you showing that one now? Yeah, the the from the Potter County Jail. That, I mean, who smiles when they're getting a mug shot? I don't know. It seems like they would request that you don't smile. I know. Look at that. Okay, put a one if you think that guy looks creepy and guilty. <laughs> Let's just judge him right now, everybody. Put a one if you think he looks creepy and guilty. Guilty until proven innocent. Yeah, I mean, just saying. I'm, but you're not going to get on the jury for that case. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Oh, yeah. Hey, the quickest way to get off a jury is by just saying right up front what you think. Yeah, say, he looks guilty. I yeah. actually was called for jury duty, and 
And they asked me what I thought. And I said, I think the guy's guilty already. And they said, dismissed. I was like, oh. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I was, okay, so Platinum, whatever his name, says that. Platinum Mimi says one. Okay, you, so, no, two. And then, well, okay, so one for creepy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I I kind of think he looks a little bit creepy, which, you know, just saying. Of course, I don't know the laws of Amarillo. It's concerning, but some normal-looking people are weirdos. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's that's actually very true. True. Yeah, I don't I don't know what the laws are in Amarillo. I mean, it could have been a mistake. I can see. Yeah, the three three loaded weapons with some backup magazines. Is he expecting you know a terrorist attack anywhere where he can he can single-handedly take out you know half a dozen terrorists? I don't know. Um, that seemed, oh, okay, yeah, I, I kind of got that too. Was an accident. <laughs> that seemed a little excessive, but the but to I don't know. I'm surprised it's a third degree felony to walk into a church, especially if I suspect he has a probably an open and concealed carry permit. Someone that does gun tests and write for gun magazine. Well, see, that's to me interesting. Okay, he's an associate with Legal Shield. Doesn't mm-hmm. say how far up in the line he is, mm-hmm. uh, how long he's been in Legal Shield. Mm-hmm. So he clearly cares about protecting people. Mm-hmm. Um, and he likes guns, which you're in Texas. So that's not highly unusual. Yeah. I went Especially to... if you write for a magazine that's a gun. Right. I mean, but it, well, I remember when I went to the David Barton's Pro Family Legislators mm-hmm. Conference well over a decade ago, all the legislators there. They were packing heat. Everybody was. Everybody was carrying a gun. I didn't, except me. I was like the only one. I was like, oh my, you know, Sally Kern had a gun on her. I was like, hi, Sally, don't shoot. <laughs> anyway, um, so I just, I just kind of thought that was interesting. Well, time flies. We should. Uh, I know. Get on with some stuff, and certainly want to mention our sponsor before okay. too late yeah let's mention uh sandy's book and then after this you guys we have an interesting story i'm going to tell you the headline we'll get we'll get into that in a minute fox news host laura ingram's gay brother calls her a monster okay i'm going to talk we're going to talk about that after we we do our um, sponsors um so my sister-in-law sandy lane actually um has written a romance novel anyway we're gonna go ahead and play that if you guys want to get a book just for fun reading, you guys can. Um, are you ready for it? Yes. Okay, Bareface is going to play. This is literally Sandy's voice, by the way. So you can listen to it. Christian Romance, An Unexpected Woman. A favorite among my readers, this is a story about a man who has been disappointed in love, who meets an unexpected woman when he falls into her arms at lunch. Our hero is Mark Countryman, an associate pastor serving in southwest Florida. Hurricane Alley. He's about to turn 40 and has prayed for the Lord to wrap the divinely designated lady in a bow so he'd know it was her. Our heroine is Shelley Roberts, a spunky woman working in furniture repair. She's a practical gal who meets life with her eyes to heaven and a tool belt at her hip. I have had a reader say they wish they had a friend just like her. This is a romance between two people who love the Lord and are seeking to navigate their own relationship even as a powerful hurricane is approaching their area. I hope the story brings smiles to readers, as well as the reminder that God really is in charge, even during our storms. Between the wisdom we are given and the faith we cling to, there is always a way. Currently, this title is available as an ebook on Amazon for only $2.99. Check out my website at sandylane.com, 
S-A-N-D-I-L-A-Y-N-E dot com for other titles I have available in romance and historical fiction. Thank you. Okay, so you guys can go to sandylane.com, S-A-N-D-I-L-A-Y-N-E dot com. Yeah, you can. Let me know if you do, okay? That way I can, I can say that somebody bought a book because of Bible News Radio. Yep. <laughs> All right. Speaking of books, uh, Ariel Ministries has a whole bunch of books, including this this book called Israel Betrayed, which is the book that we're we're mentioning this week uh, from Ariel. If you go to ariel.org, you can use Bible News as a coupon code and save twenty percent and get that book. Um, it would actually really help you understand the war against Israel because of the uh, replacement uh, theology that's being taught, which is really unfortunate. Um, like on so many levels, because it's like anti-Semitic at its core, um, and all that. So if you do that, and don't forget, you can also get the um, the Bible study, the Rapture of the Church, by going to our main website, BibleNewsRadio.com. It will pop up right there, uh, right there at the top. Just sign in your email, and believe it or not, it will actually send you the study. It will. It's a miracle how it does that. Actually, Bareface set that up for me. It was super cool. Um, it's like a 23-page PDF from Dr. Arnold Fruchtenbaum. You'll get it. It's really good. Um, also, I want to thank all of my pillars of the community. You guys rock. Uh, pillars are certainly, uh, everybody needs a pillar of the community. Um, and you guys are those people. So if you've donated to our show uh, and become a monthly donor, then you're a pillar of the community. So I want to say thank you for that. You can do that at BibleNewsRadio.com. And if you would like to support our trip next month going to Oklahoma, uh, then that will definitely help us at the Prophecy Watchers Conference where we're going to be covering that for, I think it's a three-day conference or something like that. Anyway, we're driving there to save money instead of flying. And we're we're going to come back with lots of interviews. There's 32 speakers, I think. Something like that. So we're going to be, you know, touching base with a lot of our friends there and, um, you know, capturing that stuff. And to, to those of you who have already donated extra, thank you. I we're, We were looking to raise like $1,400, which we really don't do a lot of, you guys. I mean, it's not like we're asking for money, like above and beyond what everybody usually gives us. But I've been documenting once a month how much money uh, we make from donations and our advertisers in uh, in my email once a month. In the last two months, it's been around $1,400 a month. We're here every day. So give us a raise, would you? Give us a raise if you watch us. <laughs> Just so we can actually cover that expense. Because it's, it's that's, that's a huge expense. That's like our like base. And in reality, I would love to actually have a paycheck where I could you know, go ahead and get paid. And ideally it would be super awesome to make five, six, seven, eight thousand dollars a month. And when all these hucksters on TV are bringing in millions a month, uh, you know, and they don't do a daily show like me, um, you know, give a girl a hand, would you? They're not tickling ears like they are. Yeah, I know. It's it's irritating. But anyway, so you can donate over at our show. We're it's about a month away. And, uh, yeah, so we're gonna do that. And then of course, legal shield. Uh, I actually, um, appreciate those of you who've signed up for your ID shield or legal shield membership. Um, you know what? 
it sells itself. I just have to tell you, I just got certified to smell. To, to smell. Yeah, I did. No. <laughs> You're a sommelier? Yeah. No, to sell small business plans to businesses as well. And the more I learn about Legal Shield, honestly, the more I go, how come nobody, how come everybody doesn't have this? Because nobody should, should be without it. Because uh, it's such a good deal. I mean, it really is. 25 bucks a month and you're covered legally. Uh, so anyway, if you want to learn more, you know where to get me. Okay. All right. Now let me get to this story here. Uh, Fox News host Laura Ingham's gay brother calls her a monster. I bring this up, okay, because yesterday on our show, one of the things that we talked about in the Marketing of Homosexuality to America series, part six, was the number five way of um of you know which was to make to make gays always look good and make uh people like me who opposes homosexuality evil right so so this is over on lgbtqnation.com and you guys know laura ingram is conservative i believe she's catholic uh but that's what it says here curtis ingram the gay brother of ultra conservative what makes somebody ultra conservative? Like, like, clothing or choice of beverage? I mean, just curious. Am I ultra conservative? Believing in moral absolutes, I, I think. Anyway, it says here the gay brother of ultra conservative Fox News host Laura Ingram had a few choice words about his sister. I think she's a monster, he said repeatedly in an interview with the Daily Beast. Earlier this year, Laura Ingram's show came under attack for her comments about Parkland survivor David Hogg, where she accused him of whining. Oh my gosh, what a horror story that is. <laughs> On his Twitter account, which has since been taken offline, Curtis Ingram was one of the many liberals who called on advertisers to pull their spots from the Ingram angle. That's Laura's show. You guys know that, right? My, my sister's repeated mean-spirited flip and insensitive remarks makes me, her brother, question her very humanity. Your continued sponsorship is disturbing to say the least, he tweeted. Among the many stories he has posted on Twitter, Curtis Ingram said that Laura Ingram used to taunt her college roommate who was black by speaking jive and that her kids referred to him as a dummy crat. It's hatred that came from her Nazi sympathizer father. Okay. We grew up with an abusive alcoholic father who was a Nazi sympathizer, he wrote in a tweet. Like father, like daughter? This was the familial soil that gave bloom to my sister's anger. She's very smart. She's well-spoken. But her emotional heart is just kind of dead, Curtis Ingram said. And you see it in her face when you see her on TV. She's ready to destroy she does not listen to understand. She listens to respond, and her response is always an attack. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, he, he said that at one time, he and his sister were very close. In the 1980s, as a student at Dartmouth, or is it Dartmouth? <laughs> Whatever. Laura Ingram edited... I've heard it both ways. She edited the college newspaper. She sent a reporter to attend a gay student group meeting and record what they said. And the paper outed at least one student. In 1997, she publicly apologized for her actions, citing her relationship with her brother and his partner. But she moved to the right on LGBTQ issues as she got more famous. 
You're destroying me. It's hideous. It's hideous behavior, Curtis Ingram said. That's what I'm trying to unveil here. The hypocrisy. Families first. I know about gay rights. My brother is gay. It's all a sham. He added that it wasn't just LGBTQ issues that drove them apart. Laura Ingram has made numerous racist comments on her show, a show that her brother called Divisive. The divisiveness in this country has cut through not just friendships, but it's cut through families, he said. I was doing that dance with my sister for a while. We were very tight. Her anger was funny to me back then. Laura, Laura Ingram issued a statement saying that her brother's accusations are false and hurtful. So, <clears throat> you know, I read this because... It's hypocrisy at its best. I mean, here's a guy, throw, like what you guys just said, throwing throwing her under the bus, calling her divisive, calling her a monster. Hello. I mean, I don't, I don't know, bareface. What do you think? Because this is, to me, the epitome of, of they can get away with saying whatever the heck that they want. But if a Christian says something pro-life, then they get death threats, rape threats, and, and you know, have to have bodyguards around their house. Just saying. Well, it's the it's the typical <sighs> hypocritical vitriol. You shouldn't be judgmental, you stupid freak. <laughs> you know, you should be more kind and loving, but your kind really makes me puke. <laughs> and all you say is divisive and hateful and yeah, and you should be burned at the stake, you hateful witch. How dare you be so judgmental and cruel, you poor excuse for a human being? I question even your humanity, you darkened heart, you know, whatever. You should be doing it with a gay voice. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, we can get the haters after us doing that, right? Yeah, uh, you know what I did today? I got, a, I got a call from a telemarketer, and I answered it like it Julia. used to be one, you Ju know. Julia Child. <laughs> have more compassion <laughs> I know. hey that was i was a telemarketer before being a telemarketer was cool <laughs> now you gotta understand i get all 25 i get all I mean, these, I get all these. <laughs> when 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 did being a telemarketer ever become cool <laughs> i get all these these fake like computerized anyway i i don't know why i came but somebody called up it was actually a person and i was like hello and i was trying to do julia child's voice why i don't know it just popped in my head um or maybe it was mrs doubtfire i don't remember <laughs> but but it was funny this okay this is just nonsense what i'm about ready to share but because, you know, if you want to call me unstable, it's, this might be the it's time. It's free for all Thursday but, after all. Yeah, so the, they called up. They were calling up to offer me health care. But they wanted to know how old I was. And I said, I'm 108. And they said, <clears throat> I said, and they said, well, we had, well, before I said I was 108, they actually said <laughs> that it's between 35 and 80. And and they said, how old are you? And I said, I know exactly, right? Hello? <laughs> Hello. Hello. I know. Oh, that was hot. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hmm. It's hard to take me seriously, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, anyway, the 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 girl telemarketer on the other side was kind of like, 
You're 108. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> she hung up. <laughs> I mean, really, do I sound 108? Even with that Julia Child voice that was kind of sort of Mrs. Doubtfire? I'm not even sure. More like 14 with that voice, but. Going back to Tina the, the, Tina the Tiny Termite. Hey, yeah. I used to um, play a soap opera drama on my answering machine voice messages every day. I heard once that it was super cool to... Uh, and that would be so much easier, you know, when you go in to change your voicemail than... To change voicemail, you know, I... Uh, voicemail greeting, but I that had, was back in the day of physical hardware answering machine. I had Tina the Tiny Termite answer my machine, <laughs> which was, Hello, this is Tina the Tiny Termite. I'm trapped inside this machine. Please leave a message. It will get me out. <laughs> At the time, Only I thought about it was, an octave higher. It, it was funny, actually. It, it, yeah, was, it was an octave higher because my voice is lower now that I'm 30 years older. <laughs> it was it was funny because it was it was <laughs> weird. <laughs> that was the funny part. <clears throat> but. And do you know that Tina did escape because people kept leaving messages? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. You remember when people carried pagers to think that they were cool and important? No, I remember carrying a pager because my employer demanded it and I didn't like having it. <laughs> and now we all carry little cell phones that, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Electronic leash. Yep. We're all part of the matrix. And where we're, we actually prefer, we, we have withdrawal symptoms if we don't have it. We <clears> panic. <gasps> <gasps> Where's my phone? It's so true. It's from, 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 uh, gosh, I hate to carry the stupid pager to, oh, gotta have my phone. I call so. phones binkies, just so you know. Mm -hmm. Randall of course, in the day, a pager had to go find a pay phone to call back. And... Do you know that Randall showed me a, what was that on Instagram with the, the dog bunk beds? Well, no, that was something so... somebody posted here <laughs> on Facebook. Joel Even hated having a pager. Yeah, I can imagine. Do you all understand the level of this? It's much bigger than you know. Yes. Pagers and No, I, I don't know what MX, MDX2MD, a doctor of X2, is talking about. <clears throat> probably the Satanist thing, because you probably came in late. Um, yeah, we no, want we, to talk we about do. The... Hey, you know, we're, we're having lighthearted fun at the expense of other people today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, expensive whom? Huh? Well, I don't know. Somebody else. Hey, somebody's giving us some stuff. That's cool. Thanks for that. I appreciate it. Platinum Mimi. I think you're platinum because of your hair, right? Yeah. Do you know that my hair color is natural? True story. See how white it's getting? In less than a month, I'm going to be 50. I'm so excited. The level of what? I think the level of the deep state. You know what? Actually, in all seriousness, Tom McGinnis. No, Robert. Bob. Bob yeah. McGinnis. <clears throat> Bob, Robert. I've heard it both ways. Anyway, he wrote the book called The Deep State, and he's going to be at the Prophecy Conference again, and I'm definitely going to get another interview with him. I should have had him mm. on already by now because mm. a whole year has gone by, mm. um, but we're, we're going to talk to him for sure. And then my mm. friend Carl Tykrib is going to be there as well. He's coming down from uh, Canada. He's written a new book called Game of Gods which talks about all of these interesting like things he's gone to, like the Burning Man convention and, 
and um, you know, just all of all of these little pieces that are like going. You know, you got the Illuminati over here. You got New World over New World Order over here. You got the Satanists here. You got the transhumanism. You've got you got all these things. And some people are like, "You're crazy. You believe in all that." Well, some people would say I'm crazy to believe that God came down from heaven to earth to show me the way. And, you know, he came back to life. Yeah, I believe that too. God's not dead. He's surely alive. Living on the inside. Roaring like a lion. Just so you know. (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah, and see, this is why you can have joy in the midst of a dark and perverse generation. Because you know that the best is yet to come, just so you know. And that we win if we're in Christ, right? We're we're totally winning. So, no need to be sad, people. Okay, all right. So tomorrow, Free For All Friday, has been canceled, just so you know. Because we're going to be with Dr. Ikena Finch and a whole bunch of other people down in Nashville doing... Uh, I'm speaking on a promotions panel. I'm going to talk to people about how they can get an A-list guest on their show um and uh so please pray for me if you don't mind i'd appreciate it because because i am kind of nervous to be honest i'm gonna (laughs) i'm actually gonna be on a panel so it won't be that bad it's not like i'll be speaking in front of a million people you know you know all that um but we will be down there for a couple days and um, i'm going to try to do some on-the-spot interviews with a lot of the people coming there's actually one one speaker i believe came from uh england to be at this event so it's going to be it's going to be pretty cool so if you're in nashville um socialpowersummit.com you can actually go there still get tickets um they will not be live streaming it i thought that they were going to i think uh i think that fell through though <clears throat> too much money probably to do that so but we will give you some behind the scenes stuff on our show so so Check here. If you're not on my text message list, go ahead and get on it now. That way you'll know where, where I will tell you where I'm going to be live streaming at. I'll go, hey, and go on live and whatever, live and five, you know, over on Facebook or Periscope or whatever with whoever it is I'm going to be talking to. So this is a two-day event. It's going to be fun, um, and it's going to be really super informative, uh, and I'm sure we're, we will be coming back with some interesting uh, stories to tell you, which which will be fun. So, and it's not a Christian event, you guys. So keep me in prayer because you never know. The Lord might have me there for, uh, you know, a greater purpose besides social media and helping people get A-list guests on their shows. So you never know. Okay. All right. There it, there it is right there. Yeah. Social media live and living color. Actually, the, 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 the interesting thing about this is this is really uh, a social media summit that Ikena sent up, set up because, uh, people of color, darker than me, um, are often like left out of big social media, you know, events like the big, huge one that takes place in San Diego every year. Um, and it's like, hey, there are a lot of people of color uh, who are brilliant mil- millionaires, extreme business people who do social media. They're they're doing it, but they don't ever get the stage. So she saw a need. She uh, set it up. And invited me to speak. I am the cream filling that will be there. <laughs> it's funny. As far as I know, I'm one of two white people that are going to be at this event. Not that that matters, but it's kind of... Speaking at the event. Yeah, speaking at the event. So I don't know how many... I think there's... I don't even know how many people are going to be there. But <clears throat> it will be fun to be there either way. 
I love Ikena. She's she's the real deal. If you guys do not follow Dr. Ikena Finch, you need to follow her anyway because she knows social media. She's a believer. She sings awesome. She's outspoken. Um, she asked me because she just loves the fact of what we do. Um, and she just says, I love you. That's why I want you to come. I want you to be on a panel to talk about, you know, how you can land an A-list guest like I have uh, for years. Um, you know, and I know you guys are like, well, geez, in the last like decade or last half, you know, last two months, you haven't had any guests on your show. The only one you had was Vicky. <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, I had Vicky on. Let's see here. Actually, I was going to tell you something. Wait, hold on. I got to find it. And then after this, we'll go. Okay, wait, I got to find it first. Here it is. <sighs> okay, let me tell I'm going to read my bio. Tell me if you're impressed, okay? Put a two if you, if you think this is super impressive. I hate writing stuff like this. So this is because I was told write a bio, and I was like, okay, all right. So I wrote this. Stacey Lynn Harp, that's me, is the host of Bible News Radio for almost 15 years and specializes in broadcasting from a Christian worldview. Her guests have included luminaries. You say that, you know, use the word luminary. You know, this sounds, I don't know. But anyway, has included luminaries as opposed to stars. <laughs> Like Dr. Ben Carson, former Senator Jim DeMint, and Governor John Kasich, and TV political commentator Bob Beckel, as well as Grammy winners Amy, Amy Grant, other Christian artists like Mercy Me, Jamie Grace, First Call, Twyla Paris, and Christian television celebrities like the whole Duck Dynasty family, Willie Kay, Sadie, Corey Robertson. In the world of country music, she has interviewed Dolly Parton and her niece Heidi Parton, to name just a few. Stacy has also interviewed and participated in the National Religious Broadcasters Convention for over a decade and most recently was invited to cover the Prophecy Watchers Conference in Oklahoma where the world's top Bible prophecy experts come together annually to talk about Bible prophecy. Stacy is also an independent associate with Legal Shield and has a passion to see people empowered and protected with affordable legal and identity theft protection. Stacy is happily married to her husband Randall Pandlebear Face. Harp. Does I, it really say that? No, it just says Randall Harp. <laughs> For over 26 years, has two fluffy Bichon Frise's, Frise dogs, and is an avid pickleball player who knew her new book, Pickleball Faith, is soon to be released. There you go. I didn't mention my master's in psychology, though. I hate writing bios. So is that horrible, or does that make me sound important? Like, if you didn't know who I was and you read that, would you go, oh, I want to listen to her? Would you? <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, anyway, I don't know, Bearface, what'd you think? You never even said. Uh, it's the first time I've heard it, I think. Really? Oh, well, it's going to be printed and on somewhere. So maybe, maybe this is what Ikena will read before she introduces us on the panel. I don't know. It's all going to be fun, though. <sighs> Look at that. No feedback on it. Wait, I know people are just thinking, so I don't even know what the two stand for. Scroll to bottom. Yes, for two, if it was sounded impressive or whatever. Oh, it does. Is that what you I did, said? did, yeah. Okay. Oh, good. Well, there you go. Mueller is anointed by the blood of Christ. Okay. Well, hey, there's a bot repeating that. All right, there we go. I love the Echo bots. I know, don't you? Two. Oh, there's a two. Ice skates. Really? 
Kennedy S. Does it? I don't know. You can skate on ice. Well, you can name... wear ice skates. Okay, pretty good mentioning your schooling. It's for ice, but... Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I will um, see you guys tomorrow. I'll be texting you on my text list. You, those of you on it, you'll get the first nod at what's going on. And we will be doing something. I'm not sure when or where, uh, but, uh, you know, I will try to pop in sometime. So, you've been warned. Oh, it's plan your last name. Gotcha. There you go. Well, that's pretty clever. All right. Okay, everybody. Well, in all seriousness, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Remember, be bold, stand up, go with God because he loves you. And uh, you think you think I should add the psychology? Yeah, I, I think it's kind of late now because <laughs> they probably printed it up. But I don't know. You never know. Maybe one of the questions during the panel will, you know, I'll, I'll be able to do that. You know, who knows? But, uh, yeah. Anyway, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. And Bareface, Chapel Hill Media, across the table from me, is you're going to be doing all the video, right? Yeah. Randall's going to be videoing, like, all the speeches and, uh, you know, all that. So pray for him, too. Pray that none of the camera equipment, all the stuff that we have to drag down there is going to get broke or anything. <sighs> and we're doing this free, right? I think so. Because yeah. we love Ikea. Yep. So, so we're, we're going to work for free, <laughs> but it'll be fun. Cause we get to network with a lot of people and, um, I'm going to be sharing legal shields. So that will hopefully get me a couple more customers as well, which will help us as well. So, all right, you guys have a good weekend and I'll see you tomorrow at some point. Tuggy bears like crying. He's been super good. We haven't fed him yet. Uh, and I need to go do that. So I'm going to go do that right now. So see you later. Thank <laughs> you.